the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Mother's Day is a special time of the year for all of us. Join us today as Pastor Draper talks to us from the subject, The Precious Gift of Motherhood. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. And Father, we pray that you would help me to preach a message that will minister to moms all over the world, all over social media, in person here, the homes of those who are worshiping virtually. What a glorious day to dispense the gospel, to give a message of hope and encouragement in a day when mothers can really use it. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Have your Bible on this special day. We want you to turn it to the book of Psalms, number 127, verses 3 through 5a. Psalms, number 127, verses 3 through 5a, as we preach this passage and other Uh, related passages connected to it. The scripture says, Behold, children are a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed. I want to preach this Mother's Day morning, the precious gift of motherhood, the precious gift of motherhood. We live in a very narcissistic society where people are consumed with loving themselves. And sadly, motherhood has been devalued because of a me-centered culture. Some women are not excited about motherhood because of insensitivity. Some are not excited about motherhood because of negativity. Some mothers out there are not excited about motherhood because they're they're just not appreciated. They're not excited because they worry. They're experiencing depression. Some mothers are not excited about motherhood because they are stressed out from bearing the weight of family issues and responsibilities. You often hear many women more concerned about pampering themselves, fashion, education, career, money, and their social life. And I'm not saying that any of these things are wrong. Women, particularly mothers, need some me time. All these things do have their place in life, but there needs to be a renewed excitement and joy about motherhood today. I say it again. There needs to be a renewed 
joy, and excitement about motherhood today. Even though many mothers love their husband, they love their children with a sacrificial love, they love their families with a selfless love to the glory of Christ, what needs to be articulated more, what needs to be expressed more, what needs to be vocalized more from relatives and from family is mothers who say, I love my family, I love my children. It's a joy for me to be a mother. I thank God for my motherhood. And you older mothers, you, you should be even handing down, articulating the joy of motherhood even to the younger mothers uh, here today. What a blessing motherhood is. What a joy motherhood is. Especially in a day where babies are being born addicted to drugs and alcohol because their mothers are addicted, resulting in children being removed from the house while other children are abandoned due to their mother's inability to care for them. Sadly, some mothers choose to abort their child due to unwanted pregnancy. On the other hand, there are mothers whose heart's desire is to have children, but they are physically unable to bear them for whatever reason. There are also men and women who prefer to delay having children until later in life after they have achieved some of their life goals. And sadly, there are men and women who are sexually immoral. They want the pleasure of sex without the responsibility of children. And should the children be a byproduct of it, they abort the child for the sake of convenience. Beloved, God created the institution of marriage. He instituted the institution of family. The family is the rock bed of society. And our minds have been so conditioned by the culture until when we preach truth, the church for some reason gets eerily quiet. I got a question for you. Have you been tampered with by the culture? <laughs> Have you been so tampered with by the culture that you do not know what is truth? God ordained the family. The family is an institution created by God. I, one amen. What? Let's have a big amen. A, a, again. Some of y'all been so tampered with, you can't say amen to the truth. And the truth be told, only the truth is going to set you free. Beloved, God created the institution of marriage and family where children are, are to be born within the context of that family and reared to affect the world for righteousness. Satan hates the family. He hates you mothers. He hates grandmothers. He hates aunties. He hates uncles. He hates fathers. That's why you have so many fatherless homes. Say, so just want to just rip it to shreds because he knows if he can, if he can disintegrate the family, then he has the world right where he wants it. Don't you play in that devilish devil hand. He hates the family. And even as this message is being preached, he's strategizing 
to discount this message, to minimize this message, and to do damage to this message, and to snatch it from your heart before you can get it in your heart, because he wants your life in a perpetual hot mess. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He hates you, he hates your children, he hates your mama, he hates your grandmother. Satan doesn't play fair. Satan hates the family and will do everything within his power to destroy it through redefining marriage. Don't we see that? Through separation and divorce. Satan is destroying the family through anger and strife. He's destroying the family through confusion and verbal abuse and physical abuse and emotional abuse. There are some mothers who have been beaten down, down, down by their children, their grandchildren, disrespected by their husbands. I mean, just ne- just an onslaught of negativity. And they can barely make it here because they're just so emotionally distraught and beat up. Allow me to give words of encouragement to mothers in this difficult day in which we live. You need a word of encouragement from God. I love you too much. Not to tell you the truth. That's why you have come. You have come to hear the truth. You've come to do better. You've come to see God heal you, refresh you, restore you, rejuvenate you, revive you. And there is a word from the Lord for you. Let me, the first word of encouragement is this. Mothers, children are a gift from God to you. That's a truism. Sometimes you know that, but you need to be reminded of that. Because sometimes, I, I know the children can be difficult. I know babies can be difficult. I know uh, then they get to childhood and then, then, then they get mannish on you when they get to be preteens. And then all of a sudden they're teenagers and it's one challenge after another. But at the end of the day, don't forget that they are a gift from Almighty God to you. Verse 3 says, children are a gift from the Lord. Why don't you underline that? It's in your Bible if you haven't torn that page out. <laughs> Children are a gift of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is a reward. Those children came out of your womb unless you adopted them or uh, had them some other kind of way because of surgical means or whatever. But they are a precious fruit from God. Some women who discover they are pregnant or dismayed or regretful at the prospect of becoming a mother. Once the initial shock has been worn off, they should rejoice that God has given them the precious gift of a baby. Say baby. baby. That's a real baby. You have to have baby in the womb before you can have baby outside the womb. Baby, you have to have life in the womb before you can have life outside the womb. And the culture is fighting it on every side. Believe it or not, you have been rewarded when you get pregnant. You say, what? (laughs) But I'm not married. You've still been rewarded. If you do it, why are you so surprised that you're pregnant? I find that strikingly surprising. 
The gift of a brand new precious little baby is greater than money. That little baby is greater than material possessions. That little precious baby is greater than the pleasures of this world system because that, you say, why? Because that baby is a living soul created in the image of Almighty God. A living soul. You can't say that about a car. You can't say that about the Nintendos. You can't say that about video games. You can't say that about it. A precious, real, living soul created in the image of God. You had nine months of pregnancy. You've had prenatal care, mother. Not to mention those labor pains that I know nothing about. I saw my wife labor, but it wasn't my pain, it was hers. I didn't have that baby, she had it. I know they're trying to flip things and make men have babies, but men can't have babies. Why don't y'all say amen? Men can't have babies. They can't have babies. We weren't structured that way. We weren't designed that way. When are we going to accept the way God has done things? I will, brother. Your pregnancy was not an accident. (laughs) Some of you need to hear that. Your pregnancy was not an accident. God purposefully orchestrated and sovereignly placed that baby in your womb as a gift. But the question I pose to you moms is, what is your attitude toward your children and grandchildren who are a gift from God to you? I'm reiterating that gift. When you go home, you go just see, my child is a gift. My child is a gift. And by the way, children, your mama is a gift. And your mama is a gift. So don't hurt her. Don't talk back to her. Obey the first time. She's a gift. She's a gift. Some people, some children wish they had a mama. So that's all number one. Let me move on before I be all day. That was just number one. Oh my goodness. Number one, mothers, children are a gift from God to you. Number two, be thankful for the gift of motherhood. Be thankful for the gift of motherhood. Husbands and wives should never be ashamed of having a number of children because of what the scripture says. Don't be ashamed of having two, three, four, five. Oh, people panic when it's six. I'm the oldest of six. My daddy, uh, his siblings, uh, his mom and dad, my grandparents had 16 children, 10 boys, six girls, no twins, one at a time. You know, and in my neighborhood, it was eight down the street, seven this way, 12 this way, you know, they were all over the place. Now y'all have three and you about to have a heart attack. I got three. Uh, what am I going to do with three? I'm a three. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, three. <laughs> Listen, verse five says, Blessed is the man 
whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed. Don't you be ashamed because you have a number of children, whatever that number is. And y'all get out of their cup of tea. It's not your business how many children they have. You're not paying electricity. You're not buying the food. Hey, won't y'all say amen? You're not buying the beds and the cribs and the Samalac. What is that to you? Do not receive negativity. Put down statements such as, you having another one? How many are you going to have? When are you going to stop? It's going to get expensive. Well, somebody had you. And it wasn't cheap back then. God blesses a mother who is thankful that she has given birth to children. Be thankful. Be thankful. You check on your children. You call your children. They don't call back. They don't text. They don't email. You keep doing the right thing. You do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Matter of fact, they're being ministered to when you don't realize they're being ministered to. Be mindful of the marvelous truth that says in Philippians 4, 19, and my God will supply all your needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. The 16 children, my grandma, Emma, and, 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 and my grandfather, Uncle Clint had, do you not know all of them was healthy as an ox? <laughs> healthy. They worked the fields. They could cut puck wood. They, they, they picked cotton. They went and fetched water. They, they ran after chickens. Uh-huh. The, the, the children were put to work. The God who gave you your baby is God enough to take care of you and the children, the number of children he gives you, and he's more than able to supply all of your needs. Don't listen to culture. Don't listen to society. Don't listen to the pundits. You listen to Jesus. Number three, mothers, God created you in such a way that no one, absolutely no one can take your place in the family. Your motherhood is unique to you. Look <laughs> at that. Your motherhood is unique to you and no one can take your place in the family. From the day your baby is born and placed on your breast, a special bond takes place. Your husband could be in his third level of sleep. But when that baby whimpers, <laughs> you as a mother will hear the child and get up to attend to his needs while that rascal next to you. <laughs> and if he happens to hear, and if he happens to hear, he hunts you. you, man, how come you can't go change that pamper? What's wrong with your hands two o'clock in the morning? Where are you? The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Training begins at the infancy stage. How was you, did you oh, your child haven't been hitting you back? fussing at you. Training begins at the infancy stage. Training. 
You're training them when you wean them off the bottle. They don't want to get off that bottle. I've never seen a 10-year-old sucking a bottle. <laughs> you wean them off the bottle. You train them how to not use a bottle. You, you potty train them. That can be challenging, especially when there's boys. Teach them how to use a spoon. You have to assist them with learning to walk and talk to teach them how to clean up after themselves. That's all training. You help them with their homework and you shape their character and life, moms. This cannot be done unless you are an available mother in your home. Mothers, God created you in such a way that no one can take your place in the family. Number four, mothers refuse to give up when trouble intrudes into your family. Refuse to give up when trouble intrudes into your family. You cannot have marriage and family and not experience trials. They will come and they are already here. There are families who experience a child with a disability, a mother and father who have been stricken with illness. In families, there are those within the context of that family who have been set back because of the use of drugs and alcohol. Or perhaps there has been a loss of employment, which has brought about financial hardships in that family. Not to mention marital problems that often end up in separation or divorce. Not to mention your own personal health challenges. And asking God for the wisdom to help you navigate COVID-19. I have a scripture for you, mamas and dads. Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good. That's Galatians 6, 9. For in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Isaiah 43, 2 says, chapter 43, verse 2 of Isaiah, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor the flame burn you. Mothers refuse to become so weary in your motherhood that you do not lose sight of the reality that the Lord's presence is with you. Don't become so weary that you lose sight of the reality that the Lord's presence is with you, especially you single moms. Wow. You single moms, you're doing the work of two people. And some of you have done better than some, than many in a two-parent home. If you raised your, your children as a single parent and you're beyond that stage now, but you did it, or you're a single parent right now, why don't you just stand so we can see you? All single parents, wherever you are, just stand and remain standing. Uh, remain standing. Look around. Look, look at them. Let's give them a big hand. Come on, let's give it to them. Come on, let's give it to them. Come on, let's really give it to them. You may be seated. I pray God give you a double portion of strength to keep on keeping on. We bless you in the name of Jesus. And you have come thus far by the help of Almighty God. We appreciate you this day. Number five, it is God's will that you be a patient mother. A patient mother. First Corinthians 13, 4a says, love is patient. 
1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8. To be, pa- to be a patient mother, you must first be patient with God and allow him to bring you into spiritual maturity. You can't be patient, mom, if you are immature. Then you must be patient with your spouse and you must be patient with your children and grandchildren. You will be a patient mother as you realize that each person in your family is a unique gift from God. They are unique. Each child in your family, they have their own bent. They have their own personality. They have their own temperament. When you are patient, you will give your family room to fail and be there to help them through the recovery process. The Word of God admonishes us to wait patiently on Him, and He will give us the desires of our hearts. We must pray, meditate, commune, and wait on God. We must fight against the I, me, and my right now syndrome that perpetuates today's society. God and God alone is the answer to everything. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at maranathaessay.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Throughout the Bible, we are reminded of the immeasurable gifts God has given us. One of those gifts is the miraculous gift of motherhood. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 14th at 10 a.m. as we thank God and honor all mothers during our Mother's Day worship celebration. Come and be blessed as we praise God together on this special day. The Maranatha Bible Church family will celebrate its 35th church anniversary on Sunday, May 21st at 10 a.m. We invite you to rejoice with us as we praise God for all he has done through the faithfulness and leadership of Pastor Rander Draper Sr. and Sister Darlene Draper. Come and celebrate the goodness of God through the unwavering obedience and faithfulness to our Lord and Savior. You will be blessed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.